Hey everybody, welcome back to the All Things Podcast. My name's Isaac and today I am joined by my good mate Joseph. Hey, how you going? Uh, we just finished watching uh, Andor episodes 1, 2, 3. So we'll be giving our initial reaction on that. We'll also be talking about Cobra Kai Season 5, the NRL Finals, and all new Star Wars and Marvel announcements. So we do have quite a lot of things to talk about. I'm excited. Joseph's excited. And yeah, Andor, let's get straight into it. So while it's fresh on our minds, let's talk about Andor episode one to three. I did a watch party over on my Star Wars channel uh, with Joseph. And Joseph, um, what are your initial thoughts and your reaction to it? Well, um, I enjoyed it. It was solid. It was there was good acting, as we discussed. There was good. Uh, it was very visually appealing, but it was. It was slow. It, it was, um. It was really slow start. Um. Obviously, when we got to episode three, it picked up a bit, and I really enjoyed episode three. In it like, would be the best episode so far. Oh, definitely. And you know, nine episodes to go. I'm excited to see what's uh, what's next for um Andor, and um, I believe it can be a really good show. Obviously, we've got Tony Gilroy, the guy who was behind Rogue One. He's also behind the Andor show. And yeah, it looks like just a beautiful show, you know, like, you watch this, and then you go watch Kenobi, and it just looks so different, like, visually, like, Kenobi's budget, it just felt like, it felt like, like a fan film, um, the budget with it, like, Kenobi obviously was a high budget, but for a Star Wars film, it wasn't a high budget, but we're not talking about Kenobi, let's talk about Andor, it was a slow start, as you said, um, I didn't really know where this show was going after episode one and two, but episode three really picked up things and it got better as it all went on. And um, I'm excited for episode four next week. Let's start on our raw reaction and our initial thoughts on Andal episode one now episode one it was very slow like i got quite bored throughout it um i was slouching over yawning but i must say it was a good start to Andal's to cassian Andal's perspective on the galaxy and who who he is as a character um it shows you know his mission and i would say it sets the show up quite well for what's ahead Obviously, there isn't too much to talk about for episode one. It was very, very slow, but um, it's a good start for uh, Cassian Andor's character. And obviously, obviously, we know how Cassian's story ends in Rogue One. Um, but now knowing like his start, um, it's it's good. And also, the flashbacks um are really nice. We get more of who he is, why he's like who he is, and um. Yeah, it's not a whole lot to talk about for episode one, um, but I definitely didn't do the flashbacks of, you know, Cassian when he's younger, and obviously how um, he got, um, you know, got to where he is in modern day life in the Andal show, and obviously his adopted mum, I guess you could say, saved him, 
Um, Spoilers. Oh, there'll be a spoiler warning at the start. Um, so don't yell, worry. Spoilers all ahead. Um, but yeah, it was uh, really slow. Well, what do you think, Joseph? Um, I think from the first five minutes when um the opening right after yep. he was in that club. Yes. Um, everything after the two offices was uh it slowed down. Like it was a uh, it was just kind of shocking. Um, first five minutes was like confrontation. Oh, yeah, like the first five minutes they threw it all at us, and then it it slowed down. Um, I did like the start and this show. I must I must say. Visually, really nice. Cinematography is amazing. Acting is amazing, and the music is surprisingly really, actually, really good. Um, something we haven't had in a while. Yeah, like with the Kenobi show, I, that's something I that was a big flaw in the Kenobi show for myself was the music. Like, and I'm not sure if you watched the behind the scenes of the Obi Wan show, but while they were filming the Kenobi vs Vader fight in Episode Six, they we're playing Duel of the Fates on set. Oh. So, and like Anakin. No, I, I didn't know that. Stuff. But, you know, I'm back to Andor. Um, Kenobi's over. Let's forget about that. But Andor episode one, yeah, really slow. It does pick up when it gets to episode three. Um, But episode two, again, very similar to episode one. Uh, continuing who Cassian is, his journey, and... uh what leads him to um, the events of Rogue One and what leads him to doing that um, and his whole mindset, really. Um, we get a better perspective on the galaxy of normal people, people like just me and you. Um, so, you know, it, it's good not to just have the perspective of all the big enemies and all the big people. Um, so that was something I like and I'm excited for what's ahead but yeah, episode 2, really similar to episode 1, you know, the nice flashbacks, which was good. It tells more of Andor's story and continues who he is, what he's doing, why he's doing it, and whatnot. Um, but again, really slow. Um, so, yeah, there isn't too much to talk about for episode 1 and 2. And I'm sure as the show goes on, you know, when we get Mon Mothma and um, Saw Gerrera and all that, it will get better. But now, episode 3... Um, it things started to really pick up. Uh, your initial thoughts on episode three? Oh, I th- it's easily the best episode so far. Definitely. Um, we um we get to see a lot more of these characters. So yes, there's Cassian, but there's also his uh female companion, which I think her name might be Tina. I'm not sure on that, but yeah, um something along that lines. Um, yeah. She's definitely interesting. She's an interesting character, but yeah. um, this episode properly introduces a new character. Luthen. In which... Luthen Rao, yeah. And um, he's very interesting. He's He knows a lot about our main protagonist. Yeah. I'm um, excited to see what's ahead for his character and learn more about his character. Seems really interesting. We, Seems like a cool character. And we know almost nothing about him. No. But... He then, he's going to push the story, I believe. He's going to help so. us get yeah. from one thing to another. Yeah, I totally agree. And now, at the end of episode three, obviously, they get in their ship. And um, where where are they going? I don't know. Coruscant, maybe. 
obviously Mon Mothma is there, and we in the trailer we see she's in the Senate and Senate chambers. Are they going there? I don't know because I could guess that Luthenral is maybe a rebel, and is um you know maybe he knows who Cassian is obviously, and he's maybe trying to recruit him. Um, yeah. Episode three was definitely the the better ep- the better episode of what we've got so far. And I'm really glad they released three episodes at once. Because imagine if they released just episode one or just episode one and two. We'd have to wait that whole week after two boring episodes. So I think it's a really smart move, move from the uh, executives at Lucasfilm for putting three episodes out. And I'm glad they did. Um, all the people that um, got... You go. Oh, sorry. Um, I think that they would struggle to keep um, viewers' attention if they didn't release the other sh- uh, the other episodes. I definitely agree. And like, I'm looking at the annual reviews now of just in the last last three hours, and it's really good. It's four out of five, nine out of ten, five out of five, ninety three percent out of a hundred percent. So it's definitely pushing that A category, that A plus category. And I hope it keeps it up because this show obviously can be amazing. And although episode one and two were very slow, I do feel as it was a good start to Cassian's story. And I hope we continue to get flashbacks. Obviously, in the trailer, we see clones. I really, really would like to see how clones are involved in the Andor show. Are they flashbacks? I would assume because I don't know why clones would still be around five years before A New Hope. So, I hope they don't explain how their clones got phased out and got replaced with Stormtroopers, because I do hope we see that in the Bad Batch. Um, But it will be interesting to see how they are involved. I would guess that it's flashbacks of Cassian, because if you guys didn't know, Cassian's family and Cassian, when he was younger, his family was under the Separatists. So maybe it's our perspective on, on Andor under the under uh the separatists and who knows the clones are invading them because you know they're separatists um so we will have to see i'm definitely excited for episode four um but now obviously it's gonna be one weekly episode um but 12 episodes so nine episodes to go definitely can be can be very strong and yes i'm i'm excited for it um obviously there's so much more to come on Mothma, the Senate. Could we see Palpatine in the Senate? Maybe. Um, but yeah, um, what do you think? You reckon we're going to see Palpatine? Um, it's, a, it's a big ask. I think if we will, it will be... Suit to the story um, because obviously he's the ruler of the galaxy now and he's he's the yeah, Senate, as he says. Um, it, I would I would enjoy it, but... Um, I hope it's just something small, like at the end of uh, Obi Wan, where it's a um, a kind yeah. of just a cameo. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, maybe we could see Mass Meter in the Senate because Palpatine did set Mass Meter is the blue guy that Palpatine yeah, has yeah. in the Senate with him. Yeah. Um, he's like Palpatine's speaker, and yeah. after like Revenge of the Sith, Palpatine doesn't really do much in the Senate. He just has his little sidekick, um, Mass Meter say everything for him, Palpatine's is in his little hideout, planning everything. Um, obviously, after the sequels, we know that he got in a lot, he got involved into a lot of cloning. Uh, so, yeah. 
I think we could see Masamita definitely. Palpatine would be nice. Um, Balogana as well. Uh, that's a big. Oh, um, that's a. Uh, I think we could. Um, big opportunity there with obviously Mon Mothma and Sulguera. Uh, so what's to come next is hopefully going to be really good. Tony Gilroy, the showrunner writer of this show, he said there's there, there's no Jedi, there's no fan service, but I would say adding Palpatine in adding Palpatine in there isn't fan service. Because it adds to the story. Palpatine's the ruler of the galaxy. He's the Senate. And if we're going to see the Senate, well, wouldn't it make sense if we see Palpatine or at least feel the presence of Palpatine? Um, yeah. So I wouldn't classify it as fan service. I would classify, like, the Rise of Skywalker. Great definition of fan service. Say what? Fan service, they weigh to $1.3 billion. Um, and, like, in the Boba show, the Luke and Mando episodes, that's 100% fan service. That does not 100%. add to Boba's story. So, yeah, um, I don't think Andor will have that. Obviously, Tony Gilroy, very talented person. And I'm not sure if you know, but it's been leaking around Twitter that he's actually signed a contract with Lucasfilm for a uh, oh. movie direction uh, deal. So apparently he's going to be directing a movie. Who knows? Um, okay. That would be good because I really want to go back to theaters and cinemas for a Star Wars movie and just get the hype back of going to a cinema and um, to watch a Star Wars movie. Um, I, I've only seen Rise of Skywalker in cinemas, so really, I need to, I need to, I need to clean my palate for Star Wars movies in cinemas. It's... Yeah, well, I don't think we're going to be getting one anytime soon because the Star Wars movie that was meant to be coming out at the end of next year. Star Wars Rogue Squadron by Patty Jenkins, the Wonder Woman director. It's been cancelled. God only knows why. And I don't know why Lucasfilm keep doing this. They announce these shows and movies and projects, video games. And then they're never heard of again. Um, After Solo flopped at the box office, they've just been scared to make another movie. And they... Now, the president of... uh The president... Of Lucasfilm, Kathleen Candy, she put out a statement saying she thinks Solo flopped because there was no deep fake of Harrison Ford, and that's the most BS stuff ever. I don't think it fared because there's no no deep fake of Harrison Ford's face. I think it's because it came out a few months after the Last Jedi came out, and after the Last Jedi came out, the Star Wars fandom was ripped and ripped in half. Barely anyone was happy with Star Wars at that time. Nobody wanted to go watch another Disney Star Wars project. And her saying, oh, maybe if we had Harrison Ford deepfake, that one disrespects the original actor, not the original actor, the actor who played Han Solo in the Solo movie, that disrespects him by saying, oh, he's not good enough, we should have just done Harrison Ford's deepfake. It flops, and I think this, like, I I think this is the real reason why it flops, because of The Last Jedi. Last Jedi tore the fandom, and that's just my say on it. Um, Easier to blame blame the fans than it is to... Blame yourself. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> Rogue Squadron's cancelled. Who knows if you'll, if they'll come back to it? Probably not, because once they cancel stuff, they don't even... See, they don't even put out a proper announcement that they've cancelled it or that they're postponing it. Um, they just change it. With Andor, they didn't say, yeah, we're delaying it three weeks. They just brought the new trailer out and said, oh, we're three episodes on 21st of September. There you go. And obviously, we're here now. Um, which is good, and I 
am enjoying this show so far and am excited to see what's next. But that's my little rant. Um, I just, you know. Do I, you think it has the potential to be one of the best Star Wars content that we've had in, say, since uh, Revenge? No. You don't think it has the potential to be that good? Mando, uh, it's it's going to be really difficult to to beat Mandalorian season two finale and Mandalorian show in general. Yeah. Um, it it does have the potential. I say that it does, but it would be really hard. Maybe after season two, maybe once we get a season two. Um, season yep. two's been already confirmed and greenlit. There, it's already written. It's done. They just got to film it, and they're filming in November. Um, maybe, I don't think from just season one, maybe after the second season, um, season two, I would predict to come out, not next year, because we got so much stuff coming out next year, and they hate, they hate overlapping stuff, that's why the Bad Batch got delayed to January 4, from literally, uh, September 28, we were meant to be getting Bad Batch season two in a week today, they delay it, what, three, three, four months, um, that is what it, it is. What it is, um, and yeah, I don't think it. Uh, it does have the potential after two seasons, I think, but it's gonna be hard to beat Mando. Mando. I don't know. I feel like it could be something special. It can be something special, but I'll say it here: Star Wars. I know Star Wars is a lot more than you know the Force and lightsabers. I know that, but Star Wars is Star Wars with that stuff. And oh, I love it. Exactly. Like, um, this show, like, it, it seems a lot more, like, mature and for grown-ups. Um, Tony Gilroy even said, oh, this show's for adults. A lot of people got offended by that, like, a lot of, a lot of adults that watch Star Wars. Um, because he said, oh, this is the first Star Wars project for adults. Um, but it does definitely seem a lot more mature. Um, just with the whole, the dialogue, um, swearing, first time ever in Star Wars, which, which is not a bad thing, you know, it being more mature is definitely a different step, and, yeah, uh, but I do definitely believe this could be a turning point for Star Wars, for Disney Star Wars, and it could bring the fandom back together, I really hope so, uh, one show that I think will bring the fandom back together is Tales of the Jedi. Now, obviously, that's animated, and not everyone watches the animated stuff. But God, am I hyped for that. You've seen the trailer, right? I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, man. We get to see Anakin again. We get to see Obi-Wan. So I think Count Dooku is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Count Dooku as when he's on the Jedi Council. And we're that's gonna right. Him. We're going to see his turn. We're going to see younger Qui-Gon when uh, Count Dooku is, is Qui-Gon's master. Um, I wonder if... um. I wonder yeah, if they're yeah. going to be able to get Liam Neeson back. Yes. I know he wants to. Liam Neeson. This has it. Yep. Liam Neeson will be voicing uh, older Qui-Gon, and Liam Neeson's son will be voicing younger Qui-Gon. Really epic. Oh, that's got me really excited. Yeah, and you see Yaddle in the uh, trailer. Yaddle. Oh, bro. It's going to be It's so Grogu, Yaddle, and Yoda's child. Biggest theory out there. Maybe, maybe it- not. I, I heavily doubt it. <laughs> well, I'll say this. You know how Jedi Council says, oh, you can't um, get married, you can't have kids and whatever? Yeah. But, 
Yoda's species, maybe they were going extinct. Maybe they were endangered. And so the Jedi Council allowed Yoda and Yaddle to, to produce more of their species. Maybe. I think it's I think it's very unlikely, but it's possible. I mean if it would yeah, it's possible. I don't know. We'll it will be explained one day. Um hopefully, I assume it would be. Depends where Star Wars goes, you know. Um But Andor, episode four, one week. I hear I hope it's good. I, I believe it'll be I reckon from here it's gonna get better and better. By the time we get to episode twelve, it's gonna be amazing and fans' minds are gonna be like, Whoa, whoa, I did not expect that from Andor show. Like, going into Andor, like, before the watch party, I, I wasn't that excited. Like, I remember when no Kenobi came out, I was, oh my god, oh my god. And I'm sure all fans were, because it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. But this, I was yep. this, like, okay, let's watch it. Um, But, you know, once the Disney Plus logo came up, and the Star Wars logo, and Lucasfilm logo, I got the chills back. Um, But I definitely enjoyed the first five minutes. I enjoyed the whole, sh- I've enjoyed every episode. It was very slow. Season uh, episode three was um, very good. I definitely like um, Luthen Rao, um, and I want to know more about his character. I want them to expand him, and I hope they go more into detail on who he is, what he's doing, uh, what his role is, and I'm sure they will. He's going to be a big character, and yeah, I'm excited for what's next, and um, yeah. Um, I hope this is a turning point for Star Wars, you know, like, after the sequels, you know, Star Wars, they weren't going in a good direction, The Mando did bring a lot of people back, literally, you don't even have to be a BA Star Wars fan to watch Mandalorian, like, so many people have watched it, nearly everybody I know has watched The Mandalorian, even people that don't like Star Wars, who have never watched Star Wars, they, everyone just seems to watch The Mandalorian, and I, it, it's a great show, Mandalorian, and it's going to be hard for other shows to compete with it. Um, but no, I hope it's a turning point for Star Wars. I hope we get more more movies, Tony Tony Gilroy's movie. But my biggest thing is, you know, they, they've gave Tony Gilroy now a contract to make a movie, but not Dave Filoni? Yeah, it's kind of got me a little worried. Uh, yeah, like I understand Dave Filoni's doing all these other shows, but you prioritize a movie over a show. Cut down the show, uh, the amount of shows he's doing. Focus on a movie. It's Dave Filoni. He's no Star Wars better than anybody at Lucasfilm. He's literally George Lucas's apprentice. And you know he was at Lucasfilm when George Lucas was still. In, he was at Lucasfilm when George was still in control. And thankfully, um, Disney didn't get rid of him when Lucas sold it. That would have been bad. I don't think Star Wars would, I reckon Star Wars would be dead. But, yeah. Um, <coughs> Tony Gilroy. Him and Favreau. Him and Favreau, yeah. Dave and Dave Filoni, John Favreau, they're the saving grace for Star Wars. They're keeping it alive. And now I feel like Tony Gilroy is doing the same now if Andor continues to go on where it's going. And um, I, I think once we get to season two, it's going to be amazing and fans are going to love it. I feel like season two would definitely be better because then we could get... The, more of the Death Star stuff. Um, we could get so much more. Uh, Jin Erso. Um, so I'm down. 
Deadpool and Andal season two. Um, but yeah, um, obviously only three episodes in, nine episodes to go. And again, going back to Kenobi, like Kenobi was six episodes, and Andal is twice that. It's double that. It's twelve episodes, and the length of the episodes are about the same. The thirty, the uh, the thirty-eight minute mark to the forty-five minute mark. Kenobi was that. So was Andor, and Andor has double the episodes. So, I don't know what they went wrong with Kenobi. Wouldn't they prioritize so much stuff to Kenobi? It's a legacy character, most anticipated show ever on all of Star Wars. Um, but I, I guess they don't understand that. you got to think the inclusion of Leia as well in the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I want to know who made that decision, because... I think if you ask anybody, I'd say Obi-Wan is in their top five favorite characters oh, in yeah. all of Star Wars. He's, he's my second favorite character and um, yeah. after Yoda. So, yeah, I, I was disappointed with the Kenobi show. Obviously, I don't want to focus on it too much, but, um, you know, there were some epic moments in it. Um, obviously, the Vader and Kenobi fight, the Anakin flashbacks. There were amazing moments in it that I absolutely loved. Um, but other yeah. stuff as well. This other stuff outweighed the good stuff. The bad stuff outweighed the good stuff, in my opinion. Um, but no, with Andor, I don't really have anything to criticize apart from it being slow. But that's not a bad thing, you know. It's a it, it can be a good good thing because you know it starts the story. It clearly shows what is going to happen, who Cassian is, how he got um how he gets to where he is in Rogue One. And so I'm thrilled to continue his story. Um, yeah, Andor, acting's amazing. Cinematography is amazing. Visually, it's amazing. The soundtrack, the music is amazing. The visual effects is amazing. Um, the backdrops are amazing. The, the the scenery. So I'm definitely excited for the rest of the show. And yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about Andor before we uh, move on? Obviously, we'll be able to talk about Andor more once and more episodes come out. And more things start to become fluent. But you got anything else to say about it? Um, no, I think you covered covered it all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have. We don't have much to criticize about it. It was really good, and I'm excited for episode four. Um. Yeah. So let's um take a little break, and we'll be back to talk about Cobra Kai season five. I've been waiting to do my re- review since it came out like two weeks ago. And, um, yeah, let's get into it. I've got a lot to talk about for Cobra Kai Season 5. Um, and or I'm really excited for what's next. And let's get to it, guys. We'll be back just after this. And we're back. Uh, after talking about Andor episode one to three, and now we're moving on to Cobra Kai season five. It was amazing. I think it was the best season we've had so far. Um, definitely up there. Definitely up there. Um, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent up there. Uh, we've gotten two new characters, as in, well, not new, but um, we see Mike Barnes again. Yeah. Who only plays a small role in it, but I still really enjoyed him being in there. Yeah. And Chosen, 
who I think either him or Terry Silver were the best in the season. Best in the season, 100%. Um, I reckon Chosen is like the best at karate out of them all. That's my opinion. I reckon it can beat all oh, of them. 100%. Like obviously, um, Terry Silver beat him in the pool, but you know they have a proper karate match. Ooh, be close. Um, but you no. can't forget though. Chosen was drunk. Apparently, Chosen was I, uh, lost. Yes, he was. He was. He was drunk as hell. Um, they were partying, and he 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 absolutely he does beat up Terry Silver. Um. Obviously, doesn't win. I'd say drunk, Chosen had so... about half an hour to sober up in that yeah. car ride there. Probably about half an hour, 45 yeah. minutes to sober up. And yeah. Um... Which isn't enough. Not no to way. be at your peak. No way, yeah. Um, Definitely not, yeah. After getting drunk, you can't just become your normal state again after 30 minutes. No. Um, you gotta sleep it off and stuff. Um, uh... I I would say some things this sh- this season I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, like the first half was really, really like unneeded. Um, obviously you know they need to fill up ten episodes, but the first half with Miguel in Mexico, I don't know. It was it felt really useless. Like I agree. Miguel's dad didn't even figure it out that he was his son, and the fact that Miguel Mexico is a massive place. The fact that Miguel found his dad that easy is just too how do I, too easy I guess like he found him yeah. super quick super easy like it's unrealistic and um yeah but once we got to season uh once we got to season five episode six um once we get to episode six it really started to catch up and um it was amazing obviously um I'm loving that Robbie and Robbie and um, Johnny are, uh, you know, their relationships coming back, and you know, yeah. Robbie's not so much the bad guy anymore. Robbie's one of my favorite characters from Cobra Kai, and um, yeah, I'm glad to see him um, back, you know, with Johnny and Miguel and him aren't on bad terms anymore, really. So, um, what do you think of that um that fight between uh, Robbie and Miguel? It was good. It, it it mended it like mended their friendship, I guess you could say. You know, yeah. Miguel was about to kick him off the balcony, but then he got flashbacks of when it happened to him, and then him ending up in hospital. So it was really good. It was really nice. You know, once we when I saw that in the trailer, I'm like, oh, here we go, two teenagers doing their karate again. But no, it actually was really good. Yeah. And Johnny's having a child with Miguel's mom. Oh my god! It was. Oh, and dear. that being the moment that makes him fight harder at the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got so hyped when I saw that. But back on um, Miguel quickly. Um, I agree with the whole, like, with him being in Mexico part. It's, yeah. I get it if they wanted to build on his character, but it just didn't feel like they did. Once he left Mexico and he was, like, apologizing to his mum and stuff, once that stopped... It felt like it didn't go anywhere. He didn't. It didn't drive him his character for the rest of the season. Maybe his dad will come back in a later season. Mm. Um, but it felt useless. It felt not needed. I enjoyed Robbie and Johnny spending time together, but 
it was not necessary and a waste of two episodes. I, I agree. Um, obviously, they're trying to fill the 10-episode thing, but it could have been conveyed a bit better. Um, you know, they've left us on a massive cliffhanger at the end of Season 4. You know, Miguel leaving, Priest going to prison, um, and then it just... Yeah. Um, and talking about Kreese, I was really disappointed with him in season five, to be honest. We didn't get enough of him. Obviously, the parts we got of him was badass because Kreese is a badass character and he's sick as, but I wish we got more. Um, I loved his entrance at the end, um, his exit at the end, leaving the prison. That reminded me of the Joker scene in The Dark Knight. That really reminded me of that. And, um, when the Joker, you know, leaves... Um, and, um, at the start of the f- season finale, when Kreese got stabbed, I was shocked. Like, I had, I had my reaction up as well. I was shocked. I was like, I was speechless. I was literally gonna cry. And then we have to wait that whole long episode until at the end we finally get to see what the hell happened. And it's just jello. <laughs> it's just jello. Yep. Um, so that was nice. Um, and and Daniel Daniel does his little karate kick to um, yeah. Terry, and obviously um beats him, and then Terry gets taken away to prison now, um but obviously he's gonna go to court and stuff, and Mike Barnes Johnny chosen, well they ambushed silver's home they illegally trespassed on silver's home so that's not going to look very good for them in court yeah i'm so they haven't confirmed a season six yet but both yeah. william zapka and ralph macho are confident in a continuation of the show definitely yeah um so the, the writer um he's um, Herwitz, forget his, I forget his um, first name, but last Herwitz, um, John Herwitz. He's um, everyone's got the name John. Uh, John Herwitz. Yep. He um, definitely wants to do season six. He's currently working on a different show, but he said he put out a statement and saying once he finishes that, he'll talk to the executives at Cobra Kai and Netflix and um, work something out. So I'm confident there'll be season six. It kind of has to be. I don't want the show to end like that. <laughs> But I didn't talk to you about this before the podcast episode. I don't know if you heard, but they've just confirmed another Karate Kid movie for 2024. Hold on. Did you hear okay. about it? No, I haven't. I thought, I know that there, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are rumors that they want to do a Mr. Miyagi movie, uh, either TV series or movie about when he was younger. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, well, we're not sure. It's just um, a, oh. new, a, new, a new Karate Kid film has been announced. The franchise has enjoyed a rival in recent years with the success of Netflix series Cobra Kai and Sony Pictures have announced a new standalone film for release in 2024. However, it is understood that the film is unrelated to the TV show Cobra Kai with further details on stars and a director yet to be revealed. Cobra Kai co-creator John Hurwitz confirmed he was not involved in a post on Twitter, writing, The guys and I would love to make a Cobra Kai and Karate Kid movie, and hope to someday. But this one isn't from us, or focused on the Cobra Kai cast. Don't know much about it, but wish it well. 
The new project will be the sixth film in the long-running Karate Kid franchise, which began in 1984. The most recent movie was released in 2010 and starred Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. Cobra Kai recently released its fifth season, which sees the return of Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence, as well as Terry Silver from Karate Kid Part 3. We also get a cameo of Mike Barnes from the Karate Kid Part 3. The official synopsis reads, Following the shocking results of the All-Valley Tournament Season 5, finds Terry Silver expanding the Cobra Kai Empire and trying to make his no-mercy style of karate the only game in town. With Kreese behind bars and Johnny Lawrence setting karate aside to focus on repairing the damage he caused, Daniel LaRusso must call an old friend for help. Meanwhile, last year, Andrew Garfield was seemed to be overwhelmed after receiving a message from the karate from the Cobra Kai cast. Wait, what? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, who is uh, who plays the Amazing Spider-Man. He's a fan. Massive Cobra Kai fan. Okay, well, that's just an article I just read. Um, so yeah, twenty twenty four. We don't know what it could be about. A Miss Miyagi spinoff would be really good. It could also, but unlikely after what I just read, it could be a a young Silver and young Crease film. Um, well, they've already got the actors for it, but it doesn't include. Yeah. But so, does this mean that it will be in the universe? I assume so. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see. Um, and it's... also there's. Have you seen the karate, the next Karate Kid, with the girl, the, with Miyagi and the girl? Yes, I have. Well, there's been, you know, how they got this big karate competition now, um, that Cobra yep. Kai and both um, Miyagi Do slash Eagle Fang got into, which is overseas the worldwide thing. Sako Tako. Yeah, that. Um, there've been people are speculating that the girl from the next Karate Kid could appear there. I was I going to say Jaden Smith's character. Maybe. We could have them both. Because I'm not sure if Jaden Smith is in the same universe as this one, though. Well, I know the next so, Karate Kid is. I'm not sure. Um, So, it's not confirmed, yes. But Will Smith does own some um, rights to Karate Kid or something or other. Oh, Will Smith is has sure. some kind of power in the Karate Kid universe. Okay. So, if he were to want it to happen, I'm sure that he could get it to happen. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. Um, Um, I don't know that until, like, yeah, a few weeks ago, but I don't know how much power he has. I don't know what he has, but he's definitely, um, he's included with it. Okay, well, then that could definitely happen, and I wouldn't be surprised after knowing that. Um, It'll be interesting to know what this movie will be about. Yeah. 2024, um, June 2024, so less than two years. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, was there any other... Um... 7, 2024. Okay. Was there any other disappointing f- things about Season 5? Um, not really, you know. Only the first half um, was really just pointless, in my opinion. I don't want to hate on Cobra Kai, because I bloody love it. But, in my opinion, just, you know, the start was... Not, not needed, and yes, yeah, low. Like Andor. Um, but <laughs> I wish we got more Mike Barnes. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm glad we didn't get just get the cameo of him, you know, with his furniture store. Um, but yeah. Um, who do you reckon burnt down his furniture store? Terry. Terry. Oh, it has to be Terry. Yeah. Unless there's a um. That was so sad. To see. 
Unless it's a, a secret, secret villain, but nice. I, I doubt it. Yeah. Um, something that I've criticized the earlier seasons for was um, a lot of the quote-unquote teenagers, like mm-hmm. the younger cast members, yeah, yeah, yeah. had um, weren't had that. Uh, the acting was amateur. It wasn't fantastic. Yeah. But I feel like this season it was tidied up a lot more. Oh, definitely. There's still some annoying characters. Yeah. We can yeah. probably assume who they are. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. but they um, no, I feel like it it either tied it up a lot more or it focused more on the adults. Yeah, I I definitely agree. You know, some stuff in Cobra Kai is really cringy. You know, a whole yeah. school fight over karate of all the teenagers, like it's sometimes a bit cringy. But this season definitely focused more on the adults, and um, I I like that. It was um much much better. Um, Something that you... I have to praise. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Have you ever seen the behind the scenes of Cobra Kai? Bits and pieces. Oh, have you ever seen the behind the scenes of the uh, fight scenes? Um, really? I've seen some of like small choreographies, but not a lot. Um, no. It's so funny to watch. You have all the little it's... green men in this in the green screen suits running around and lifting up all the actors' arms and legs. It's hilarious. Really? Yeah. That's literally how they fight. They have all the little green men running around. It's hilarious. I remember when I watched it. Oh, wow. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it was funny to see. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't Every know that. time they fight, it's just some little green men running around. Um, okay. I yeah. thought they, um, I thought it had choreography, but that's kind of, um, some of it does. With some of the, um, older actors, um, do, um, some of the younger cast, but the school fight, that was all little green men running around. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know a fun fact about, um, so, it's, okay. So, Ralph Macchio was born on February of 1962, right? So, that makes him 60. Well, 61 now. I know, bro. He don't look, he don't look like he's in his 60s. He looks early 40s. Yeah, he looks great for his age. But something funny. Terry Silver's actor was born in March of the same year. Terry, what the hell, bro? So Terry Silver Thomas is Griffiths. Ter- yeah. Yeah, is younger than Ralph Macchio, which makes crazy. it Terry Silver. And then when you watch it's... the Karate Kid Part 3, he looks like um Thomas Ian Griffiths. He looks like such a much older guy. But he's literally yeah. younger than Ralph. I did not know that Ralph Macchio was 60 yeah, that's, years old. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I remember looked, when I found that out, found yeah, that out I was like, what? He looks so good for his age. He does. He does. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of the better seasons. Um, oh, Chosen. Definitely. Chosen, I love Chosen it, Chosen is the star of this season. Oh, definitely. definitely he is... He's comedic. He's got the he best fighting yeah. choreography. Yeah. Choreography. Like, his fight at the end with Terry was amazing. Yeah, I want to see more of that. I, I want to see more of that. Yeah. I'm I got... I, I did get scared with the weapons. Oh, I know. When he pulled them out... Um, Terry, he got the weapon. Oh, I was like, oh, God. And then when Chosen got stabbed in the pool and was just left there, 
I'm like, I'm what the dead. hell? There's so much death in this because we hadn't known that Kreese was still alive. I'm like, so much death in this episode. I was freaking out. I am. Um, I enjoyed it. Like, oh, I did too. That uh, season finale. What was the was best incredible. part of the season? Oh, the season finale for sure. Just the entire episode. The entire season finale. That was amazing. You know, from the anticipation with Kreese, is he still alive? What the hell's happened with um with Mike Barnes coming back again? Um, the fight between them all, and it wasn't the stu- the the cringy kids fighting. We finally got the adults coming together and fighting. Yeah. And I wish Crease was involved in that, but bro, I, I feel like Crease is gonna go on a bloody Michael Myers freaking sabotage. I think he's gonna be manipulating it from behind next season. Yeah, yeah. And then and... at the end of the season, they find out that it's him. That's two seasons in a row that you know we've had a prison, someone going to jail, bloody cliffhanger, and I really yeah. want to know what the hell is going to happen to Terry. You know he's rich. I'm sure he can really bribe his way out of something. And obviously, Chosen and Mike Barnes and Johnny they trespassed in his home. So as I said earlier, that's not going to look very good for them. Not at all. When it comes to the lawsuits in the court. Um, but now you know the kids they hacked into the computer teenagers and they uploaded the video of stingray being assaulted by terry silver and not john creed no it was um they couldn't get that remember it was um it was about how tory the conference um, oh the paying the ref yeah, yeah that's they what they, that one and they uploaded it so um that's gonna put a lot more evidence on terry being the bad guy but now Crease, yeah. Crease could have easily got out of there very could have got out of there innocent once all every all the pieces got um puzzled together and um but he beat up a doctor and two security guards. Yeah. And now he can get in there for assault. Um so it's not looking good for anyone really, for the good guys yeah. and the bad guys. They've all got charges against them. And you know Daniel Larusso, some guy just owns that owns a um bloody car uh, car dealership uh, dealership yeah and got a family and um it's not gonna look good for any of them. Obviously Johnny, he was um when we first met him in Cobra Kai, um older Johnny One. um at the start of Cobra Kai, you know drunk guy just doesn't have his life together and now chosen most innocent guy ever. Was getting stabbed in the back, um, and he could get charged for trespassing. So season six, I reckon, is going to be amazing if it happens. I'm sure it will. It has to happen. Um, yeah. After how well this season is done, I'd be surprised if it would be stupid for Netflix not to. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. They can't just end it there. They have, like, that's not the end of the story, you know. They could keep this going from, like, what, what was it predicted to be eight seasons? They could go on for ten. They can carry this on for as long as they want. I don't know. I, I hope it isn't dragged out, though, you know, like one of those oh, obviously not dragged out. Um, you know, I, I feel like seven, eight seasons, seven seasons would be good. Maybe season six and then season seven and then over or season six and then a Cobra Kai movie and then it's over. Mm, yeah. I don't know. So, um, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be good for the future of Cobra Kai. And, like, 
we're literally not going to talk about Cobra Kai until the next trailer comes out. Like, that always happens, you know. We're so hyped. A few weeks before Cobra Kai, new season comes out, and then a few weeks after, and then it's just dead. That, that, that's what happens when you release a show all at once. But, um, no, I'm excited for what's next with Cobra Kai. Um, and, yeah. Who, who do you think was the, um, the best, like, teenager this season? I think, um, I think a lot of them were disregarded, and, like, none of them had yeah, key characters. Hawk was a lot, like, less involved in the yeah. season. Like, um, definitely not as focused. I'd say Robbie. Robbie was, Robbie or Miguel. Yeah. The teenagers definitely weren't really focused on, but, um, no. Robbie, um, definitely his character's turning into... Like, his character is having a turn and becoming a better person. Um, Miguel, um, obviously, he's the main teenager character. Um, yeah, that's fine. Samantha, Samantha LaRusso. Now, she is kind of annoying, but this season she was all right. But I can't stand... I didn't mind her. I can't stand the other LaRusso. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the boy. Son, the son. Oh, Oh, he's so annoying. He's ah, uh, he's just one of those kids, you know, like. Uh. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy that Dimitri got his uh revenge at the end yeah. on Kyle. But yeah, that was great. I agree. Um, Tori was a big big highlight for this season as well. She's she's yeah. really good. Um, I wish they did a little bit more with her character. I hope they explain a lot more with her. You know. Um, yeah. Her backstory, because we don't, we know a little bit. Yeah, we know that her mum's been sick. Yeah, mum's sick, and she's literally the has to take care of everything in the house. Yeah. And yeah. Um, do you think we're going to see those uh those other senseis again? I hope so. I I really yeah. do hope so. And you know, one of the senseis was Taran, is Taran Woodley. I, I yeah, I was I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't notice yeah. it at first, and then I'm like, no. Is it him? I yeah, went to Google, was... and then, yeah, it's him. And I was like, what the hell? That's crazy. That's pretty cool, though. That's nice touch. Yeah, he, um, right after, it was between fighting Jake Paul those two times he did yeah. filming. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so, a pretty cool cameo. And all gets the, beaten um, up by Jake Paul and gets beaten up by Johnny yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Two days. Um, but also, the, um, little... Um, like the little teases of like other films and TV shows. Like we got a few like Star Wars uh, mentions and like Rocky mentions. Yeah, we always get that. stuff like that. Yeah, I love that. That was nice. Like my two favorite um film franchises, Star Wars and Rocky. They both mentioned it, and you know that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I um. So yeah, it's cool to know those exist in the universe. That's yeah, it's funny. It, um, it's not, I like, so it's, you can tell that it's not a kid's show sometimes, like, oh, yeah, there's, um, yeah. on a few occasions they drop an F-bomb, like, mm. um, mm. Danny, at the end of it was, uh, at the start of the last episode, sorry, he, um, when they were all gonna go fight Sylvie, he's like, this is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, which is good, some because points. sometimes when they try to, you know, Oh, we can't do that because, you know, we have kids watching it. It can really make it cringe. I understand, you know, their target market 
is targeted at all audiences but it's good when you know um it's just a bit more grown up because this is better for people that are older you know and that's like the same with Andor show it's targeted more at adults now and older mature people which is um which is good you know yeah it's, i think it displays a seriousness yeah exactly you know it's like serious it's more realistic i would also say um, yeah yeah that's what helps because when yeah. everybody's and fighting and school, more, you know? yeah yeah um, yeah, when there's all these kids fighting in schools, it's good to be like a little bit more grounded and not saying bully or jerk all the time. It's like nice to drop a little f bomb here and there. Like exactly. at the end of season four, when um and like the crude humor when, and stuff. And yeah, at the end of season four, when um Hawk, right before his fight, um I don't remember his line, but Moon, his ex girlfriend, says yeah. something to him, and he goes, "I know who I am now," yeah. and then he drops an f bomb, and I'm like, "Let's go." Like you yeah. really get behind them when they give when they bring that kind of flair when they bring that kind of like excitement. Yeah, it's I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, it really helps me back the character. Yeah, and it you know it can relate to you more more realistic, place more to the real world. Although you know with some things, obviously relating to the real real world isn't that good because you know it's in a different universe. Obviously with Star Wars, we don't want it to relate to our universe but sometimes you know when it's more adult more mature it connects with us better and um it's more enjoyable you know obviously when you're younger you you're when you grow up you your humor changes your um love thing changes your interests change and it's good to have that change in television series and movies yeah yeah um but you know a lot for um, Cody Kai and Karate Kid hopefully to come. With the Karate Kid movie being announced, that's pretty epic. Cobra Kai season six, I'm sure it will happen. Um, it has to. I'd say maybe this time next year, or you know, December. We might they might go back to doing the New Year releases. It was pretty good because you know we got season four and season five within nine months, which was awesome. We basically got it in the same year, New Year. Um, we got season four, and now in September we got season five. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. I um I don't want to wait too long for it though. <laughs> I really hope not, eh? Um, that's the thing with like these shows, you know, it's a big gap usually between them, and you know we get all the episodes at once, so you binge it all, and then you gotta just create theories and uh just hold on until the next season. So that's what we're doing right now, holding on. To the next. Do season. you prefer um? Do you prefer having a uh, being able to binge watch or slow releases? Uh, it depends. Like with Star Wars, I get so annoyed waiting every week for a Star Wars show. Yeah. But it makes it more exciting and it drags the show out, which um, is sometimes okay, sometimes not. But like Star Wars shows, they always release it weekly. And um, yeah, I would prefer... It really depends. Like, during school, no, not all at once. Because I'm not going to be able to watch it all at once. But holidays, sure. Uh, holidays, you can drop it all at once, sure. Because then, you know, I get yeah. to binge watch, binge watch throughout the holidays. And then um, re-watching it and stuff. But, I don't know. I don't really have a... Uh, I don't really prefer one over the other. Um, I do get annoyed waiting every week for, for Star Wars. But, 
um, especially on like episodes that aren't too good, and you you waited a whole week yeah. for an episode. Filler episodes. Just, yeah, you waited a whole week for some bush bull episode that, and now you just got to wait wait a whole another week. But then with like Cobra Kai, if the episode's not too good, move on straight to the next one. And but you don't have as long to enjoy the episodes. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's it's a win lose situation no matter how you I go. Agree. Like obviously with ratings from the from the general pub public, it's better if the show's released all at once because everyone watches it all at once. But then say with like the Kenobi show for example, like every week when they released it, reviews just got worse and worse because it was a bad episode. And so that yeah. that extra week, and some people don't go back and change their review, so it can damage the reviews. But they also like Star Wars; they do it for money because if you um if you, if they release episodes weekly, then that drags out your Disney Plus subscription. So, and all Star Wars shows are more than four episodes, so that's more than a month. So that extra month, you've got to pay for another subscription because some people just subscribe for when yeah. something comes out. So it can be a smart business trick. But Netflix isn't really like that. You know, they always release stuff, things at once. But, yeah, it just yeah. depends on really the show. Um, Star Wars, the state of Star Wars at the moment, I'd rather they dropped everything at once just because, you know, some episodes are just so, so – just aren't the best um, with Star Wars at the moment, at the moment. So, yeah. Hopefully I, things change for that. I but... hope so. I, I feel like with Andrew there, they're going to turn around. I hope so. And then, you know, Mando Season 3, Soka next year, and good things coming. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's good, but out of, it's, Cobra Kai as a show is, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it, but. Definitely. What do you Last think season. is going to be, um, what do you think is going to be the next few seasons? Like, they've done a lot. That's all of the characters from the first three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like they've even included Ali in there as a little cameo. Um, yeah. They could... Um, obviously, uh, what's her name? From Karate I Kid Part 2. Uh, the no. girl. And the Karate Kid Part 3, that other girl they could include. I forget her name. forget their names. But um, Chosen also called her in... Karate Kid, uh, in Cobra Kai Season 5. Yeah, I, well, yeah, she, um... You know, we could see them, they could add to the story. You know, who, well, who really knows? Um, mm, is there anybody that you'd like to see? Um... No, we can't think of anybody, because, yeah, the only two people I can think of is the the next gonna... Karate Kid and the Jaden Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see Mr. Miyagi flashbacks. I... I do, but I also don't want them to tarnish the character. I agree. You know, sometimes you need to leave a character, and, like, some characters don't need a, a sequel and a prequel. You know what I mean? Some character just needs yeah. to be left. Yeah. Yeah, I um, just, I don't want to ruin the image like of Mr. An, Miyagi. Exactly. It's like an example taking Kenobi show. Yeah. With those characters, the legacy characters... They could have done it a whole differently, and they failed. And I don't want Cobra Kai to fail with Miss Miyagi. So yeah, I see what you're saying. He's probably the most important character. He is the he is Karate Kid's Yoda. He is, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yes. Um, I would trust them, like Netflix, to do a better job, and the writers to um do a much better job with 
uh, Mr. Miyagi's character than what they than what um, I would trust Star Wars to do. But it's still not a road that I would be happy going down. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah I agree. Um. I don't know. Um. Also, there was this theory floating around the internet that Terry Silver is this evil at the moment is because he's trying to do everything in his power because he's dying. I've seen that theory. Yeah. You saw it. Okay, when we first saw him, when he came, when did he come in? Season four. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah, the start of season four. Season four, when he didn't, he was at the start. You know, he was eating, and um, he didn't want to eat. And then the guy, like his butler, waitress, or whatever, said, "Oh, do you want me to call you a doctor?" Why would he randomly just say that? He's obviously, you know, had some problems. You can also see pills on the table. Um, there's he yeah. I I forget the whole theory, but there's heaps of evidence. I'll link the theory down below for you guys. Um, it's by my good man, uh, Star Wars Theory. He put his video up on his Cobra Kai channel, Cobra Kai Theory. That's where I saw it from. So I'll link it down below. You guys go watch it because that's a really good theory, and it definitely um could be legit. And I think you know, um, John Hurwitz, he's he's a creative guy, and uh, like these people, you know, they. They plan ahead. They plan seasons and seasons ahead on what could happen. So, you know, back then they could have planned, okay, we could make him make him ill. And then that could plan into something else in, let's say, season six. So maybe he's this evil because he knows that he doesn't have long to let, long left to live. And he's just, he's trying he to do to what he keep wants. His legacy. Correct, yeah. He wants to continue his legacy and try to do everything he's wanted to do. Um, before his time's over, that yeah. uh, that's a uh, that's a really good theory, I reckon. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited. We've also um, we've also got the uh the introduction of the new um, that the season six sets up. Oh, oh, sorry, season five sets up a lot because we've got all of that between um the whole Terry going to jail and then Crease getting out and then if chosen Mike Johnny and um, Mike Daniel and get in Barnes. trouble. Yeah, and yeah. I hope they continue with Mike Barnes. I hope they bring him back. Um, I'm yeah. sure they will. And, you know, all these characters coming together, it's good to see, you know, characters from the original character, Karate Kid Part 2 and Part 3, all the characters on the screen at once. That's amazing. I want to see a whole brawl between all the originals. Yeah. That'd be mad. But we've also got the, um, the now we've got the Sakai Takai, um, event. Yes. Yeah. It's, I feel like... There's like there's a lot to go through now. Definitely, yeah. Um, that's gonna be amazing. Obviously, the rivalry between Cobra Kai and then Miss um then and Cobra Kai Miyagi and Fang. Miyagi Do or Miyagi Fang, yeah. So, yeah, I I who do you want to win? Who do you want? To, who are you going for, Cobra Kai or Miyagi Fang? I don't know. Like I would be going for the original Cobra Kai, but the people at Cobra Kai now, man, I just. It's so annoying. It's, it doesn't like, feel like it is. Kenny, I, I don't like, like Kenny. I feel like okay, no, me either. I feel like um, Chris is trying to is gonna try to mend his relationship with Johnny. He might join Miyagi Do, or imagine that Daniel, Johnny, and Chris up against Silver. Tori comes over to Miyagi Fang. Miyagi Fang would win easy. You know, you got Hawk, you got Miguel, you got yeah. um Tori. Then you've got. Um, Sam. Yeah. It's... 
I, I, I think it's going to be a um. I I I think Trees will try to mend his relationship with Johnny. I don't know if it will work though. I yeah I, I don't know what they're going to do with Trees. He's either going to be the the bad guy again yeah, or yeah um something else. But they have so much freedom, and I like it because they can do whatever they like. Yeah. And um, it's exciting. I don't want to wait too much longer for it, but. I'd rather it not be rushed either. So oh, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it'll be done right. You know, they take the time and just sort the characters out. Every single one. Um, it'll be good. And uh, yeah, season six can a lot can happen there. So yeah. Um, I don't think I've got much more points on the show. Just um. No. Was, yeah, I'm really excited for the next one. It's really good. I'm excited. Excited for the movie. And yeah, I think we covered everything. Um, that was good, yeah. So that's our review of Cobra Kai Season 5. What we expect to happen next. We're going to take another break. And we'll be back to talk about something that I'm sure you all are hyped for. The NRL, National Rugby League Finals. Let's get to it. We'll be back right after this. And we're back to talk about the NRL finals. Uh, what a uh, what it's been incredible so far. Uh, the 2022 NRL finals, and I'm stoked for the grand final in a few weeks. Um, I'll run through the scores with you guys, and then I'll get Joseph to do lots of the talking because you know he's a massive NRL fan and he knows what he's talking about. So, in finals week one, on Friday the 9th of September, the Penrith Panthers took down Parramatta Eels 27-8. On Saturday the 10th of September, the Melbourne Storm was shockingly defeated by the Canberra Raiders 28-20. Also on Saturday the 10th of September, my second favourite team, the North Queensland Cowboys defeated the Cronulla Sharks 32-30. Sunday the 11th of September, my favourite team thankfully got payback on the Sydney Roosters. South Sydney Rabbitohs defeated the Sydney Roosters 30-14. to One week prior to that, the Roosters defeated the Rabbitohs 26-16. In finals week two, the semi-finals. On Friday the 16th of September, Eels defeated the Raiders 40-4, to putting them up against the North Queensland Cowboys in the prelim finals on the 23rd of September in two days. On Saturday, the 17th of September, my team managed to pull through. South Sydney Rabbitohs thankfully defeated the Cronulla Sharks 38-12, putting them up against the Penrith Panthers in the prelim finals, the 2021 Grand Final rematch. So, we'll start with the um, the first week of the finals. So, the Penrith-Parramatta game, it was... I personally thought that a Parramatta would have done a much better job, but um, yeah. it was close up until I think there was a great try that shifted the momentum by Brian Toto. He uh, Somehow he pushed off two of his defenders and scored the try. It was it was a good try, and that broke it. Um, and then once, I think it was 10 or so minutes later, Mitch Moses got knocked out by Filiami Kikau's knee. He went for a low tackle and he was knocked out. He was frigid on the floor. He had to leave the pitch and then Penrith proceeded to then score 
off the back of it. Um, from there, they just kind of ran through them. Um, I thought that uh, Parramatta would have put up much better performance considering that they beat Panthers earlier in the year. But um, it was a good game and it was okay because Parramatta then proceeded to beat Raiders a week later. A week later, but so the second game of the weekend, which was the Melbourne Storm versus the Canberra Raiders, I saw oh, it coming. Fucking... I didn't, dude. Yeah, I mean, um, I thought Melbourne would have done better. Yeah, but yeah, Raiders I'm... have been kind of a dark horse this season. Yeah, I'm glad Raiders beat them though because I'm fed up with the Storm. So fed well, up with them. yeah, they're um. They've missing. They're missing a few players, and they will be missing a lot of players next season. So I feel like they needed this to then push them forwards. Losing in the mm-hmm. first round of the finals, getting kicked out. They were fifth on the ladder, just just missing out on fourth. I believe Cronulla Sharks were fourth. Um, so they just missed out. But they needed this to push them forwards because they're losing the Bromwich brothers next season. Christian Christian Mulch has an AC tear and an Achilles tear, so he went back until few weeks into the first season, uh, first few games of um, the 2023 season. Um, they're also losing Ori- uh, Kufusi, their second rower. Um, so their forward pack will be lacking. They need to make it a lot of signings. But losing in the finals in the first week, it doesn't look good for them. Um, Craig Bellamy's getting older. He's only signed a one-year contract. Um it was shocking, and they needed to win this, but they didn't. Canberra Raiders came out on top. Um, I think that they have a good shot. Well, mm-hmm. I think they did have a good shot, but yeah. then Parramatta blew them out of the water. If Mitch Moses put on a masterclass against them the next week. Yeah. Um, the big game of the weekend, well, these were the two big games of the weekend, the Cronulla versus Cowboys. This game, I didn't get to watch a lot of it. I, was, I got home from work at 10 o'clock. The game was still on. It went past the two five minute of overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So it went to golden point in which yeah. the game wouldn't have stopped until somebody scored a point. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that. And I haven't seen that in finals. Not, no, not in a very... I haven't heard of it in finals. Not in my lifetime. No. Um, it was finished by a 40-meter field goal by Valentine Holmes. Mm. That's a great kick. Um, Nico Hines, Cronulla um, halfback, missed one like a few minutes prior. But both teams played really well. It was 30-0 up until that point. It was Good game, but the final game of the weekend, which was the most intense and craziest game I've seen, was the Rabbitohs and Roosters, the two oldest teams in the league. Oh, Ash it out. Oh yeah. Have you have you seen the um the record breaking statistic that happened in this game? No. Enlightened there were seven me. sin bins. Yeah, dude. I I seven. I. Seven. I knew that was a lot, and I was getting quite annoyed with all the Simbins. Seven? That's, is that the most in all time? Yep. That's crazy. It was a... 
the game was a whole brawl, bro. I it was a good game. It was a whole bloody brawl. It was, it was good. Um, yeah. Rabbids, so rabbits came out on top. So um, Milne, I think it uh Rabbitohs got sent off twice. Um, Victor Radley got sent off twice. Um, Jared Warrior Hargreaves got sent off. And there was two more that I couldn't think. Oh, there was um, Tom Burgess who got sent off, and there was one yeah. other sending off that I can't think of who it was. But um, so Roosters lose that. Yeah. Um, it was an intense game. James was, Tedesco yeah. got knocked out really it early terrible. on. It was. It was, um, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Um, Bros. Oh. On and off my chair watching that. Like, obviously, I'm going for the Rabbitohs, but I can't stand the Roosters, and I'm so, fin- so happy we beat them. Like, my, it was... mate, my mate's a Roosters fan, and when Roosters beat us in the um, final round of all the rounds, or round 25, yeah. um, he was shoving it in my face, and now once we beat them, he's, he's really backed off. He's shut up. Oh, I so, can imagine. Um, it was. Oh. Oh, an absolutely crazy game. Um, and then Rabbitohs proceeded to beat... Who was it that they beat? Sharks. Uh, yeah, Sharks. They beat Sharks. I can't stand Sharks, yeah. Um, um, I don't know what happened, just they weren't there, I suppose. Yeah, no. Literal, literal was, Mitchell put on a great gap. game. It was 38-12. Um, That's right. Yeah, thirty-eight to twelve, and Cronulla Sharks from beat that man. Cronulla Sharks from the rubs, and I just I've never liked them. You know, main reason because you know Paul Gallen played for them, played for them. But what do you mean Paul Gallen's the best player in the world? Ah, uh, go away. Nah, nah, <laughs> bro, he's a boxer now. You know, he. Tri- I know he's beaten two Queenslanders. I know I the other it. night I watched that. It it was so pathetic. It was such a oh. pathetic fight. He had two fights in the one night. It's so pathetic. These rugby league players think they can become these pro boxers. Can we get Paul Gallen versus Jake Paul? Oh, I would love it. Can we get that? Bro, you know what Paul I want to Gallen see? versus I, Jake I Paul. I don't know if you're a big boxing fan, but I am. Like, my family's involved in it a lot. But, like, um, Joe Goodall, he's one of Australia's best heavyweight boxers. I want Joe to fight Paul and knock his block out. Yeah. Oh man, oh, I am. I want Paul to suffer a lot, man. Get knocked down to that canvas. Oh, he did. He suffered and lost for eight years. In the origin. Yeah, true. Yeah, but unfortunately, he he lifted the shield before he retired. Oh yeah, I know that was. Um, but so the second weekend, uh, the Parramatta versus the Raiders and blew them out of the park. Mm. Um. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't confirmed until late in the week that Mitch Moses would play. But I feel like they could have done it without him. He didn't play. Uh, he wasn't um, in the original lineup because of his head injury when Filiami kicked out and need him in the head. But yeah. legally, it wasn't. It wasn't Filiami's no. fault. No. Um, Mitch Moses went for a low tackle and caught the lower thigh of Filiami and was out cold. So he wasn't guaranteed to play but they played him I think that they could have survived without him Clint Gutherson he's inconsistent but he's a good player um, Reed Marnie I think is an underrated number 9 
Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Mike Acevo, once he, since he's come back, he's been just uh, yeah. a machine. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was unfortunate. I had the Raiders to have an upset again, but no, it wasn't to be. But these are the big games. These are yeah. uh, preliminary finals, which is a repeat. The first game is a repeat of the... um. No, sorry, it's the Saturday game. The Friday night game is the Cowboys versus the Parramatta Eels. It's... Go Cowboys win. I, second I, I hope the Cowboys win. Bro, see, I, I'm, I'm, if, okay, Cowboys is my second favorite team. Rabbitohs are first. Um, and if it's, I don't know what I'm gonna do. If it's Rabbitohs and Cowboys are in final, man. I think it could be. Yeah, I actually and, think it could and be. That would be the dream, like both teams in grand final, but up against each other. Okay, I it's... would. I okay, okay. I would usually go for South Sydney. But I, I would want Cowboys to win in honor of Paul Green. I th- yeah no I back that I can I, back that. I would want Cowboys to win in honor of. How emotional would it be if they win that? Their first oh, grand, their second grand final second. Win ever. Um, I'd, let's not talk about the first one. Fifteen one. I don't um, want to talk about that one. <laughs> ben Hunt is okay. He redeemed himself in this year's Origin, but. Bro, it was unfortunate. Okay, I remember, bro. I remember watching in my living room. Bro, my brother, um, he doesn't follow the NRL anymore, but when he did, Broncos fan, I was Cowboys. I was going for Cowboys because second favorite team. And man, oh, that was the it day, was. bro. My two favorite teams won each year. So 2014, the Rabbitohs won. Rabbitohs and then Adam Reynolds two, carried. Yeah, bro. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Gi. Ah, oh, I missed Gi, man. Is it um, and then uh, Cowboys 2015, but yeah, yeah. Ben Hunt, he lost it for uh, you guys. He, he did, but no, as you said, he redeemed himself by catching that um, by catching that chip kick from Nathan Cleary this year, he which so by the way wasn't even on. That 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 chip kick that Nathan Cleary did wasn't on. There were plenty of Queensland oh. um players in the middle of the field. Somebody would have caught it. If not, somebody would have put him on his ass. Yeah, okay. there's not a lot that he could have done there. But Ben Hunt, just the snatch, the run, he is so versatile. He's 32 years old, yes, but I'd say he's still one of the best players in the league. He can play six. He's one of the best running halves in the game. He can play six, he can play seven, he can play nine, he can play 13. He can play the spine to a T better than some of the others in the league. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I kind of hope that he goes to... Uh, I don't know, St. George Illawarra, just, he's too good for them. They don't give him enough. He asked for a contract of 800k. They said no, oh. even though he's been their best player for the last two years. What's he on right now? Um, sorry? What's he on right now? I think he's on 7, 750. Okay. He asked for 800, 800. I think he, he was either 800, 850k. Yeah. Um, I think for St. George Illawarra, like, obviously, if he's at the Panthers, for instance, the Storm, he wouldn't... I don't think he deserves as much, but for what he does at St. George, I'd say he deserves a million. Oh, I agree. Um, I agree. But, yeah, sorry, back to the finals. Um, no. I think Cowboys take this, take this game. I hope Eels so, just... 
cool goon, dude. Like that would be that would be amazing. That I think so. I think they can beat goon. Eels. Um, I'm not sure if it's a home so. game for them, but the way that Chad's Chad Townsend, Val Holmes, Kyle Feltz back in the team, I really highly rate Kyle Feltz. He's a little bit of a grub, but he's just such a good winger. He's um, he's a poor man's Corey Oates. Um, yeah. Tao Luggy, Val Holmes, as I said. Um, right. There's Tommy Dearden, Origin 3. Um, he was probably one of the best players on the field in Origin 3, for, or his debut for um, Origin. And there's Scotty Drinkwater, playing at fullback. Um, there's Reese Robson, their dummy half. He's I feel like he's underrated. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Eels are good, but I just don't think they're going to be able to get through nah. Cowboys defense. Nah. Um, um, I with Rabbitohs and Panthers. You, yep. you think Rabbitohs are going to pull through? I'm a Rabbitohs supporter, so I hope so. But I don't know, man. I think <laughs> that so they've had their last game. Their their last game was um round twenty four, mm-hmm. and so. Jackson Polo, Rabbitohs number five, he had a fluffer. He It wasn't his best game. He dropped the ball on multiple mm. occasions. Mm. It wasn't of the performance of the Rabbitohs as a team. It was he who had his errors, and it did cost them the game, unfortunately. Yeah. But there was also some there was also some iffy calls where um, there was a tackle like two meters off their line. Latrell Mitchell put his foot in the line. He turned around. And it was called offside. Um, yeah. I then saw reviews later on, which it, he wasn't offside. As I said, he put his foot heel on the line, which means which plays him onside. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then it was awarded a penalty, so then they took the two, and then the momentum shifted. Yeah. But it goes to show that there's a few things that need to go Panthers' way to for them to then be able to win. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve to win. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I mean, uh, it was, I if it was slightly, uh, if it was a little bit different, Rabbitohs could win. That's how close these teams are, and they get their revenge. Exactly. Um, Lucanelius is having a great season. Cody Walker has a great season. But Latrell Mitchell coming back in the side for the last half of the um, for the second half of the season, he's shift. He's changed that team. Yeah. Um, Tom Burgess is out of the team, but so is Taylor May, who is um, Panthers winger. He originally wasn't out, but I don't know what happened. He had a suspension in which he would be able to take next season, but it was a so it was something that the NRL put out a thing in which Taylor May is allowed to play the finals because it's what the fans want. But then when Tom Burgess in the Roosters game got a suspension for two weeks. He was suspended for the finals, so I think there was an uproar from the fans from that, which I agree, it's bullshit. One player should be able to play, and the other player shouldn't. It's um, it's biased, but Taylor May isn't playing, so they're now Penrith Panthers have to play the uh, Charlie Saints, who hasn't had a great few seasons. So it's a weakness mm-hmm. that Rabbitohs can exploit. Um, he's small, he's young, he's inexperienced, and 
I'm pretty sure he'll be defending the left side, which is what Rabideau's favorite side is. It's Cody Walker's side. Um, it's Alex Johnston's side, who's the highest try scorer in the league right now. Um, and it's Latrell Mitchell's favorite side too. They dominate that side. So if they can exploit um, that part of it, defensively, Panthers will struggle. I feel like if they have an off night, if Nathan Cleary has an off night, it's game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a Rabbitohs Cowboys finish. I would hope. Uh, yeah, I would hope so. But I, I, I would be cheering for both sides. Um, obviously, it'd be, it'd be amazing for Cowboys to win in honor of Paul Green. Like the celebration at the end, dude. If they won that, be really emotional for them. I would probably tear up. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of them would, I would imagine. Um, yeah. And um. Uh, just, I don't know, I can see, it. it's such a hard call though, because Rabbitohs, anything can happen, we've seen that, if somebody gets, if Latrell Mitchell gets injured in the first 20 minutes, that's their game done. Um, yeah, but the same thing I... with Panthers, if Dylan Edwards um, or Nathan Cleary get injured in the first 20 minutes, it's game set match, it's like that's done. Yeah. Um. But it's exciting. I, I, I'm glad Rabbitohs, you know, that we've um that we've got what's his name? Um I'm glad we've Where got does he play? Um What's his name? We just said his name, um We just said his name, um Latrell Mitchell. Latrell Mitchell. I don't forget. Yeah. Latrell Mitchell. Latrell Mitchell. I don't I don't like Latrell Mitchell too much. You know, he's a bit of a girl in my opinion. Um but he's a good player. But I, I don't like him that much. He, I find him to be a bit of a grub. I disagree. I don't think he's a grub. I think he's aggressive and passionate. You, do, I think he gets... Like he lets his emotion get the better of him. That's all I, he is. I, I, I don't... I'm not a big fan of him. I mean, no, I understand why people wrong. aren't. He's a good player. Like, don't get me wrong. But not my favorite. Not my favorite. I can I can understand why, but um, it's fine because Broncos yeah. are gonna win it next year. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you always. We just signed say. Reece Walsh. Ah, uh, doesn't matter, man. That's what you always say. I mean, we no, but I mean, just we've struggled to have a proper fullback, but I won't get onto that. I'm just saying, um, no, either we win it next year, or we either win it next year, or we win it the year after at the end of Adam Reynolds. Um, Contract where he's about about to retire, and we beat the Rabbitohs and rub it in their faces yeah, that they got rid of. Stop once. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm... Adam Reynolds, bloody traitor. He's not a traitor. Wayne Bennett left and told him to go to the Broncos. <laughs> oh, He'd be a traitor if he went to the Roosters. Good old Wayne. Oh, how do you think the Dolphins are going to go next season? Oh. That's going to be fun, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them. They, um... They're getting a great forward pack. Redcliffe Dolphins, yeah. It's going to be... Interesting. I think they're going to have the best forward pack in the league. So they has, got... has their roster been announced? No, but we know all this. We know a lot of their signings. So they've got... Who's they got? Um... If you know. So they're... 8 to... I know that 8 to 13 is... Oh, shit. So they got Mark Nichols, who from the Rabbitohs, right? They've got 
Jesse Bromwich, they've got Kenny Bromwich, they've got Jeremy Marshall King, they've got... Who's another number 12 they've got? They signed another number... Uh, they signed another um, second rower. They've also got Ray Stone, who's from the Parramatta Eels. Um, they've got two other front front rowers that I can't think of. But... Um, they've got Brinko Lee from the Broncos. They've got Jemaine Sarko from the Titans. Um, I'm not sure. They've got a good starting 11. Oh, sorry, they got Cody Nikarima. Really? Um, who's, okay. yeah, he's very versatile. Okay. They've got, they've got a very good basis. If they can get a few more, um, oh, Anthony Milford from the Knights. Yes, I heard that. That's, I used to be a um, Milford fan, but I don't know. When he was at the Broncos, I liked the yeah. Broncos. Yeah, no, he was, he's good. Um, yeah. I actually, um, texted Wayne Bennett's Instagram. And asked him to sign Ben Hunt so that we could have Wayne Wayne Bennett, Ben Hunt, and Anthony Milton back together again. Oh, I'd very but I must admit that he never replied. So yeah, I don't think he would. Some old man don't want to reply to you. I I don't even think it was official account. I don't think he has Instagram. It was I just a Wayne Bennett it. account. I would doubt it. Yeah. But um, no, I'm excited for the Dolphins. I think it's going to be a Rabbitohs Cowboys finish. But I think if it is, oh, it's going to be such a close game if it is. Bro, imagine if it's a golden point, bro. What am I going to do? Oof. I'll be, cow- I'll be wearing Cowboys colours. Okay, I'm going to wear a mixture. Okay, I'm going to have my Rabbitohs <laughs> jersey, my Cowboys, Cowboys shorts, Cowboys hat, Rabbitohs socks. I'm going to be a mixture. Yeah. Yeah, alright. Now I am. Um, I'll be wearing Cowboys colours because although they beat us in 2015... They're the other Brisbane team. Oh, they're, they're sorry, they're the, only, they're the other Queensland team. Yeah, and... Um, um, do it for Paul. Do it for Paul. Do it for Paul. They'll, they, have, they have that kind of um, enthusiasm and that pushing them to do a little bit better, but... Yeah. Um, Val Holmes. Such a good player. Mm. Chad Townsend has shown I... great signing. When Valentine's Holmes, you know, announced his return to NRL, I was, I was hyped. Was yeah. Um, I'm signed to after, yeah, but only a few weeks after the NRL Grand Final, I'll, we are getting the, um, the World Cup. Uh, yes. Okay, that reminds me. World. World. Round one next year of the NRL, Manly versus Storm. Do you know where it's played? Where is it played? They're playing it in Los freaking Angeles. They're going overseas. Yeah, got announced the other day. They're going overseas. We're going worldwide. Unless I had a bloody dream, bro. Oh, probably. Round one, 2023, Los Angeles. Damn. Damn, setting him. Yeah, I mean, promoted NRL as much as you can. Revised talks for 2023 Los Angeles scene season opener. NRL it's... weighing up says just Los Angeles as 2023 season opener. That's crazy. I mean, I mean, it'll um, it'll promote the game. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's a great game. Manly and Storm. That'll be a good game too. Mm. Um. But it's got Every the pace of... Just, 
Like, Manly have so much potential, but every year they seem to... Uh, I don't know, man. I'm an enjoyer of a lot of sports. I like American football, like the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, How about AFL? In it's AFL? slow. It's Yes, they hit harder, but that's because they're allowed a lot more. Hey? And AFL? So, AFL fan. Oh, uh, you are? Are you? Oh, no, I haven't really watched a lot of that, but um, yeah, I know my, bits and pieces of it. Yeah, my family's a big AFL fans, but not not me, really. Like, my brother goes to Richmond, my parents go for the Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah Richmond. I'm, I'm not too fussed over it. Um, I'm, an, I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. Oh, uh, yes. Um, yeah. Bro, I watch but, NFL occasionally, and it's just, it's funny to watch sometimes, like. Yeah. There um there there is a lot of rules like it's it's slower than the NRL yeah. but it's um they, obviously they hit harder but I feel like NRL is a good blend between NFL AFL and European football um yeah it's kind of got yeah, yeah. if you look at the passion behind it like so oh, much fans yeah. get behind the NRL yeah um yeah. it's got the excitement that the NFL has but it has the like it's the speed of AFL. Obviously, not as fast, but it's just a good mix. So I feel like going worldwide will promote it a lot. It's um, yeah. it's such an enticing sport, and like it's yeah, as I said, it has so much passion behind it. Like European football, biggest sport in the world, the passion behind it is crazy. If we can get that, I don't think we could. I don't think the NRL can get that big. But like it's. I, I didn't know about that. No, that but that's exciting. It is for the future. Um, yeah, mainly in Storm Lucky, you know, overseas from NRL is crazy. Obviously, reaches more fans and you know, yeah, with it, yeah. How about Union? You fan of Union? Ah, uh, the internationals. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of um, yeah, of the standards. My yeah, yeah. my grandma's a um a big Union fan. I think she goes for the. Wellington team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's Wellington Thunder, Wellington Lightning. I'm not sure, uh-huh. but um, no, I've watched bits and pieces of it. I've, I'm starting yeah, to get into so, it a lot, but yeah, 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 dude, I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I think you've you've covered everything for NRL. You know, you're the expert on this one, and uh, you know, I I I hope it's Rabbitohs and Cowboys, and you know, it'd be amazing if it went to golden point and you know that hype i want to um i want to book out a uh cinema oh well if yeah <laughs> we we can do that it's like bro. 500 it's like 500 dollars but if you get 25 people it's 25 dollars a person it's because it split that that'd be crazy imagine a uh, a cinema full of people in a grand final going crazy i wanted to do it for origin but oh, um dude. somebody already did it Really? Yeah, somebody booked out um oh, VMAX for it. That'd be crazy, dude. If and then if Cowboys and Rabbits and then goes Golden Point, closest game ever, uh, bro. And then Cowboys win the the hype, you know that they would go crazy. And then for Paul Green, yep. Yo, bro, can you just imagine that? Yep, it'd be oh, it'd be so cool. But yeah. That's two weeks away. I'm excited. Me too, man. You know, this weekend we've got North uh, North Queensland Cowboys 
up against Eels, go to the Cowboys, and then obviously the uh, Penrith Panthers versus the Rabbitohs. So, I'm tipping the bunnies. I hope we can. I hope we can push through 2021 rematch grand final. I hope we can push through. I hope so, dude. If not, I hope that Rebels play with the aggression that they played two weeks ago against the Roosters and just batter oh, the utter crap out of Penrith. I hope so, yeah. Penrith don't have the depth like a lot of teams do. Like, um, oh, yeah. Dylan, when Dylan Edwards was out for a while, um, Charlie Sands had to play fullback. He he's not he's not that good of a fullback. He's yeah. um as I said, he's inexperienced, but he's um. He has his moments, he has his sparks, but Dylan Edwards is so good. Um, when Nathan Cleary was out for four weeks because of that incredibly dangerous tackle, yeah. Um, they struggled. They had O'Sullivan play, and then Jerome Luai had a leg injury. Yeah, so um, Salmon, I think his name was, had to play six, and yeah, they struggled for a while. They lost. I think that's where they lost um two games yeah. in that period of time. But if any of their starting squad gets injured, especially in their spine, I feel like they're going to struggle in the finals. And Rabbitohs are aggressive and passionate. If Rabbitohs are at their home stadium, Definitely, yes. I think it's... Oh. I, I, don't know where, I don't know where they're playing, but um, if Rabbitohs are in their home stadium, I feel like Panthers will struggle. But yeah, no, that's that's yeah. all I think I have. I, yeah, I agree, dude. Um, go bunnies, go to cowboys. Um, yeah. Um, everything good? Yeah, you reckon covered it all. Um, thirty-two minutes then, so I think we're gonna move on to the next topic. Long episode today once again, and hope you guys are enjoying. But we're going on one last break, and we'll be back to talk about our final conclusion to this episode. Star Wars and Marvel announcements at D23. So stay tuned. We'll be back just after this. And we are back just after the break. And today, uh, this is our last topic we will be talking about. And that is all the recent Star Wars and Marvel announcements at D23. Now, at D23, Star Wars announcements and updates. We got more updates uh, than announcements at D23 for Star Wars. We got another Andor trailer, obviously. Andor's out now, so you know, that was cool. More promotion for that. We got Tales of the Jedi trailer that I am really, really excited for the most. Uh, it's definitely the thing I'm most excited for that's, you know, coming out soonish. Um, obviously, Mando Season 3, I can't wait. But as we get closer to Mando um, Season 3, I'll probably get more hyped for it. For, but right now, bro, I am so hyped for Tales of the Jedi. And I'm sure you can agree with me on that, Joseph. It looks amazing. More Dooku, more Quiet, oh. more Soka, more Anakin, more Kenobi. More, we, get more, we get Yaddle. We get more Yoda. I am very excited for that. Uh, we got Mando Season 3 teaser. Um, but it looks like Mando Season 3 has been delayed. At Star Wars Celebration this year, they said it was releasing February 2023. But in the Mando Season 3 teaser, they just had 2023. And, you know, that's a shame. They keep delaying things. And I assume it's because Bad Batch got delayed to uh, January 4, 2023. And so, you know, they don't want it to overlap, which is really just annoying. Like, if shows got to overlap, they got to overlap. 
Um, so yeah, we got Mando Season 3 teaser and a few show updates such as Skeleton Crew, Young Jedi Adventures, and of course the highly anticipated Ahsoka series. And as I said, we finally got the official official release date for Bad Bad Season 2, which is January 4, 2023. So, you know, we, we have to wait longer than expected. You know, it's just sitting there in the files ready, but they don't like shows overlapping, which is annoying. But it is what it is, and we have to wait for that. Like, I've kind of planned it all out. If they release um, Mando in February, and it's eight episodes, that will lead just into okay let me my calendar so let's say they release it you know 16th of february which is a wednesday in the episode and they release two episodes episode three on the 23rd four five six seven eight it will finish on march 30. the whole celebration is the first week of april so could we get the ahsoka show like what they did for kenobi this year but for the ahsoka show release the ahsoka show episode one and two uh when star wars celebration starts um, I think that's what they may do. Hopefully, that'd be good. Um, because Ahsoka's nearly wrapped up filming and they'll be in post-production. Um, and I, I'm really hyped to Ahsoka. I really hope it's the show that... The show we've all been waiting for. I want to see Luke and Ahsoka and Anakin Force Ghost talking. That would be... Oh, that would be amazing in every Star Wars fan's dream. Um, you know, a Luke, Ahsoka, and then Anakin Skywalker Force Ghost... Oh, dude, I I would love to see that. It would um, it'd be very good. Be very good. Um, it have would. you seen the comp- like? What do you think about the continuous deep fake of Luke Skywalker though? Um, uh, it was definitely better in the book of Boba Fett. They can obviously 100%. keep improving on it. Um, and it just gets better every time. So I think they can fluently and um, I reckon they can fluently and you know um, consistently. Consistently, yeah, I reckon they could keep going with it, and you know, as long as they're confident with it, I reckon it can get better. Yeah, have you um, have you seen the comparison between a young Mark Hamill and a uh, Sebastian Stan? Yeah, I have. It's um very, very Sebastian Stan is the uh the actor for Bucky in Marvel. Yeah. Or Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, but it's it's a weird comparison. Oh, and sorry, it's not weird. It's um, it's absurd how much they look alike, though. Um, I feel like no, if it gets too expensive for them to keep deep faking Luke Skywalker, he's definitely a substitute. Definitely, but um, um and he's on Disney's contract. Yeah, he is. Um, with deep faking can be very difficult. I've I've tried deep faking him stuff that crap. You got to take so many photos of different like, um, you got to get. Like, it'd be so much harder with Luke because you've got to find images of old Mark Hamill or yep. younger Mark Hamill from the 70s and 80s. And, like, I tried doing it. And so you have to take many still photos of your face at different angles. And then you have to put it into this um, deepfake converter app. And then it puts it in and it takes days to upload stuff. And um, you have to take yeah. thousands of shots of this one face. This is for one scene. Like, it's so difficult. Yeah. It'd be so... It's, um... Oh, dude. But I do hope that they do more with Luke. And oh, Ahsoka, no, I feel like, is... I, I feel like Ahsoka will be the best Star Wars we've had for a long time. I think it will oh, surpass dude. Mando. Oh, deaths. Definitely. You know, um, Mando Air. We're going to get Thrawn, Ezra, Luke, Anakin. Uh, There's so much potential there. What about, um... Kel Kestis? Kestis. Okay, we're gonna get Jedi Survivor March next year. 
So, um, that will lead us. That could lead us into the Soka show. Obviously, you know something could happen. I've always had a theory. I don't think this is going to come true, but I've had a theory. Uh, something happens to Cal at the end of Jedi Survivor. He goes into a coma. And then in Andor, in the Andor trailer, we see someone on a table getting medical work who looks very similar to Kel Kessler. I don't think it is anymore, but it looks similar to him. I don't know if I told you this theory, but that could be him. And then Andor show this gives us an update on where Kel is, but I don't think we're going to get it, to be honest. I, I don't think so. The Tharfetch theory. That would be, I mean, it'd be cool, though. Like, Make, I yeah. I appreciate crossovers in shows. I don't want it to be fan like, service. No. I don't think it's going to happen in Andor. Yeah, Andor, no, Andor's seems a like stretch. Show, uh, seems like the show that's, you know, really professional, really mature, really, you know, just it stays clear focused, focused of, on the one yeah. group of, of the characters and, you know, the rebels and building that. Yeah. Um. So also on the D23, uh, D23, we had the Marvel panel. Um, this was packed with shows and films yes. all revealed. Yeah. Um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever footage was oh, shown. Oh, dude. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I think it will be... I don't think it'll be movie of the year, because I think Top Gun's done too well. Oh, but... Yeah, Top Gun's amazing. But um, I, I reckon Black Panther will crush box office. You know, the first yeah. back, back Black Panther, that's already the, like, seventh most highest grossing film of all time, like all time. Yeah. And now that it, um, Cadwick Boseman is no longer wish with, with us, unfortunately, very sad. And, you know, it's going to do even better, you know, in respect for Cadwick. So I reckon it's going to crush records. Um, yeah, I think it'll do well, but I think it'll, um, it'll peak mm. after the year passes, so, um, yeah. yeah, I think Top Gun will stay on top for this year, but Wakanda, um, Wakanda Forever will be big, it'll be massive. Um, we've also had images for Ironheart. Yeah. Um, for the, it's a show, um, I'm excited for that, it's taking another step, yeah. it's, oh. it will be the, uh, I believe the replacement for Tony Stark in yeah, the... Um... Uh, Iron Man heart, yeah, Iron Man part. I, sorry, I don't. I'm not really. Just let Tony Stark Iron Man rest, man. We don't need another one. Well, in the comics, I believe I, it was the Secret War comics. Yeah, it was a um big Iron Man fan, and she, um, she started building her own suits and whatnot, yeah. and then she became a heroine. That's why it's called Ironheart. Yeah, I know. I believe. Like, I don't feel like we need it, man. Like. Not yet. Too soon. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I might check it out. Um, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, which yeah, is a... Um, which is the third movie in the series, and I believe its villain will be... Um, oh, I'm blanking. The, um... He'll be the time traveller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of his name, but... Yeah, dude. Yeah, so we... Um... I think hopefully that's better than the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie because that was I, one of I, the yeah. I hope it's not one of the greatest ones. No, um, yeah, I, I'd yeah, put it at the bottom of so. yeah. No, I love Paul Rudd and um Evangeline mm. Lilly. She's yeah. also really good. Yeah. Um, but we've got Werewolf. It's a Halloween special. Werewolf by Night. Yeah. This was revealed. Um, 
but the big one, Secret Invasion. Mm -hmm. This is a story about Nick Fury. Yes, Samuel L. Um, Jackson's character. I'm excited for that. I don't like the look of it. Really? It doesn't look that appealing to me. Okay, well, I'll check it out. I, I don't know. I'll probably check it out. With Marvel at the moment, I'm just, I've watched, I know you haven't watched She-Hulk, but I've watched four episodes of She-Hulk. And man, what the hell? Like, just what the hell? I don't have a lot of faith in Marvel since Endgame. Like, um, Black Widow. Wars and Kang Dynasty is going to be cool. That's it, Kang the Conqueror. King the Conqueror will be the yeah. enemy of Quantumania. Yes, uh, yeah. I, bro, I'm excited for that. Circuit Wars 2024. Bro, I wish Star Wars had movies like these, man. Like, yeah. Come on. Um, Armor Wars was also announced. It um, That'll be, I believe, about War Machine. Yeah. Um, what there's, uh, the show that I'm probably most excited for is Loki Season 2. Season 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you see Loki season one? No, no, I did not. Probably the best, um, probably Marvel the best show? Marvel show, and yeah, definitely some of the best content after Endgame. I like top three content after Endgame. Some people you'll either like One Division or dislike One Division. Yeah. Um, what if it's hit or miss? Yeah. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier isn't great, but Loki is one of the better ones. Hawkeye is alright. Hawkeye is fun. And f- like it's nice. It's a yeah. It's it's exciting. It's Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, there's the highly anticipated Fantastic Four film. Oh yeah, bro. Which after Doctor Strange, and we see Reed Richards. I don't believe it'll be played by the same actor, but no. Fantastic Four will be the step in the right direction. I hope. Yeah, dude. And like 2024, it was um, yeah. it's coming to theaters. November. So that's that's gonna be a big year for Marvel 2024. Secret Wars, King Dynasty. Uh, Fantastic Four, like, bro, come on, Lucasfilm need to pick up the game with Star Wars, like, yeah. they've, all their shows and films are getting cancelled and delayed, and then Marvel's out here, yeah, maybe they're doing quantity over quality, but Secret Wars is going to be, no doubt, amazing, we all hope so, Fantastic Four, very anticipated, and then Kang Dynasty, bro, like, three massive films in the one year. We've got, um, we've got Echo. Which is about I, yeah. uh, the antagonist of Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Um, new logo for Daredevil, Born Again. I'm really excited about this. The Daredevil TV yeah, series yeah. is great. Um, Daredevil is supposedly supposed to be in a lot of Marvel, like Charlie Cox's Daredevil is supposed to be in a lot of Marvel TV series. He's in She Hulk. Um, He's also supposed to be in a few others coming out. Um, there was a new uh, logo for Captain America, New World Order, yeah, was also revealed. Uh, this will follow uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where mm-hmm. Sam takes the shield and is now the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel Studios has also confirmed that all seven members of Marvel's Thunderbolts coming in 2024. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, if you don't know, the Thunderbolts are Thunderbolt Ross eh, Ross's equivalent to the Avengers. It follows like Red Hulk. It'll follow Echo. Okay. Um. Yeah. John Walker from Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's essentially. Is it part of the MCU? 
milit yeah, it's essentially militarized Avengers. If you remember in Civil War where Thunderbolt Ross tried to, yeah. um, yeah, like induct the Avengers to the government so that they could control them. Mm -hmm. Thunderbolts is essentially that, just they're B Tech Avengers. Okay. Um. Yeah, so that's coming twenty twenty four. Um, last but not least, exclusive footage was shown for D23 Expo, um, the Marvel's Captain Marvel sequel. Yes, yeah, Captain Marvel this... sequel, the Marvels, yeah. Um, um, I think this is do well, yeah. because I, yeah. did... Captain Marvel wasn't fantastic, but it did have a lot of hype. Yeah, um, she, but the only problem with her is her power scaling. She is overpowered as shit. Mm -hmm. So, um, they will need to find somebody to combat her, but, um, overall we got so much more reveals for Marvel and Star Wars. As usual, Lucasfilm really needs to pick up oh, the game yeah, with Star Wars. It's... Disappointing. Those films, the video games getting delayed, getting cancelled, just getting forgotten about. Just man, it goes to show, um, who's in charge. Like Kevin Feige on the um, on the Marvel yeah, front Feige, man, like, is rapid fire. Like yeah, as you said, it's quantity over quality, but the quality still isn't that poor. No. Um. All in all. There's still watchable TV shows. It's not cringe. It's not yeah, like Thor, terrible shows. Thor four, uh, Love and Thunder. You know that was not a fan favorite. Um, I, no, I, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I, it's on Disney Plus now. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I will. I did watch um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness when it came to Disney Plus, and you know, it was it was all right. Like a lot of people said that it was. It's terrible, but I found it right. It did get a bit confusing with all the multiverse stuff, but it was okay. I think it just everything that's happened hasn't met everybody's expectations. No, um, no, no. After Endgame, it peaked, and I just don't think that they found that again. But Kevin Feige is still giving us content in which um, the higher ups at Lucasfilm just haven't given us. Yeah. Disney is a multi, I'd say, I'd want to say trillion dollar company by this point. Oh, um, yeah, but no, the multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. Probably the biggest company, one of the biggest companies in the world. Definitely, biggest entertainment company in the world. Definitely the biggest en entertainment company and definitely high up there to be the biggest company of the time. Like, what would be competing with them? Um, Apple, Apple. Apple, Amazon. It's definitely high um, up there with them. It's it's up there, and um, they have the two highest. Uh, yeah, Avatar. Yeah, Avatar is Disney. Yes, so, uh, um, 20th Century Fox. Which but Disney bought out 20th Century Fox correct, two, three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's also why we're going to get Fantastic Four and X Men in the MCU. Yeah. But, yeah. um, so Avatar, highest grossing movie in the world, Star Force Awakens. Uh, highest domestic. Yeah. Endgame, they, they... I know, is second. Yeah. They have so much money rolling in, it's not funny. Apparently, and... there's rumors. I don't know how true it is that there's rumors they're trying to buy Sony, which ain't gonna work. Well, I know they want to buy. Because um... they want to get Spider Man back. 
Well, Sony offered them. I know that Sony offered them a um a price for Spider Man. It was five billion dollars, but that was not just for Spider Man. That was his entire villain gallery, his entire character gallery. Sorry. So, 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 so all the, like all the Spider Man's been so that Venom, um, Venom, Doc Mor- Ock, Green Morbius. Goblin, Morbius, anything that includes Spider Man has been in a Spider Man comic or what, are they, something is it or pending? other. Is it pending or did they decline? No, no, they said that it was. I ninety. It was a few, two years ago. Um, th- okay. That was the sum that I know that they didn't take. Um, I, I right now, Spider Man only have a. Spider Man only has a contract like the Hulk, where he can appear in Disney movies. Yep. So movies developed by Disney. Yeah. But they cannot develop a standalone movie. It's the same as the Hulk. Universal technically own the rights to the Hulk. That's why we don't have a standalone Hulk movie. Okay. That's made by Disney. So we've got the 2003 Hulk, then we've got the 2008 Hulk. The, the OG Hulk, man. That's so good. Now, the OG Hulk, Hulk. I hate Smart Hulk. Like, I loved Big Tough Hulk. Yeah. Now we got Smart Hulk. But uh. that's the reason that the Hulk has had his entire character arc throughout these movies, right? Oh. Yeah. Um, It's because Disney cannot create their own, and Universal, for whatever reason, don't want to. Maybe they don't want to intrude on the MCU. That's fine. But Spider-Man can only, it can be in the MC universe, but it cannot be developed by Disney. Sony have yeah. to make the movie. Yeah. Um, until Disney buy him out, which I don't understand why they don't. He's probably the most favoritized character in oh, yeah. comics. Yeah. Either him or Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. Like, Spider-Man is the most marketed character. Yeah. If he's got nine movies from 2000 and 2001 2002, 2002. from Tobey Maguire from Tobey Maguire those three movies then Andrew Garfield's two then Into the Spider-Verse and now yeah um yeah, 2000 and Tom Holland's three until 2021 that's, yeah so, so that's 19 years and nine movies that's crazy it's more than Batman has had and I assume it's made more than Batman's movies have oh yeah um definitely so, I don't understand why they don't do it. It would be so easy to market him. Toys, movies, TV shows, everything. He is on Disney Plus, yes. Um, yeah, I've seen not that. Not all of the it, movies, though. No, it, they've got, so the originals, the original Spider-Man. Um, they've got Homecoming. Uh, Far From Home. They don't have No Way Home. Yeah, they don't. Um, That's on um, Amazon, though. You can watch yeah. it on Amazon for free. Yeah, so they've got Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and then the Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. They've also got Venom now, Spider-Man Into the uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah. It's, um, but I'm pretty sure that's a shared collective because you can find them also on Binge yeah, and Netflix. And Netflix, yeah. So, um, that's how I know it's not a um, Disney exclusive. He's not owned by Disney yet. Otherwise, they would only market him for themselves. Yeah. Um. It's bit just Marvel. I really like what they're doing. They're still trying to keep it going. They just need to, I think, slow down for a bit. Mm-hmm. They should move aside. Disney should push Marvel aside. Get out all this, all of what they have planned, mm-hmm. um, or what's in production at least, and stuff that hasn't started production. Hold off. Move to the side after all the stuff's done, and let Star Wars have a go because Star Wars is. A, I agree. 
not a bigger franchise, but it may have a, In a way, bigger fan say, base, and yeah. it sh- deserves to be appreciated just as much as Marvel does. Definitely. It was, you know, 1977. It was this great, yep. massive thing, and it just feels like Disney are exploiting it, and this, yeah. So, so they just... Like, I'm looking um, on Disney Plus right now, and you go to Marvel, and you go to the Marvel, the MCU, in timeline order, and y- y- there's heaps of stuff. 2008. Exactly, till 2022, and they got triple what Star Wars have. It's... It's, they need to, um, I feel like Disney being really the big, slow. Their main problem yeah. is they keep delaying, canceling. I don't know why. I, I, and I, I don't know why everyone got such a low budget as well. I know. Um, Skeleton Crew has a higher budget than them. What the hell is Skeleton Crew, man? I feel like we are going to get a lot of fan service Skeleton Crew, which won't be bad fan service because it's Dave and John, but Obi Wan Kenobi, it's Obi Wan Kenobi. The most probably, almost I, I'd say up there for one of the most recognizable characters. Yeah, Obviously, Obi Luke Skywalker and Anakin Skywalker. Like Darth, Darth Vader, Vader is like yeah. And then they and then they decide, oh, let's just give it six parts. Uh, you know, 30, 30 minutes to fifty six minutes will be our longest one. Shortest one thirty nine minutes. Like, bro, and oh, let's have half the show. You know, have this new character called Reva. <laughs> I appreciate what they did with Reva, but I don't think it's what we wanted, and nobody wanted it. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, story finish, starts and ends in Obi-Wan. It doesn't, it um, it doesn't and it, it shouldn't need to when it's only a six-episode show. They tried to squeeze so much in. Yeah, they did. It they felt rushed. It, oh, yeah. it did. It's, yeah, but no, Star, Marvel needs to step aside. Star Wars needs to take the reign for five to seven years. Um... Yeah. Give us what we want. Maybe chill out on the TV shows. Give us a movie. Give us give us a new trilogy of the Old Republic. I agree. Um, give us Prime Yoda. I don't care. Just something new. Something, dude. Like, literally, they have so much opportunities. Maul and Palpatine. Uh, Palpatine finding Maul when Maul's a small child. Uh, Palpatine and Plagueis. Old Republic. Um, Anakin and Obi-Wan in between 1 and 2. Uh, Luke Skywalker and Ben Solo. Um, Grogu, hundreds of years after the rise of Skywalker. Yoda, hundreds of years before the Phantom Menace. Dooku, Qui Gon. There's, there's endless possibilities. There is, and I feel like if if Marvel left cinemas for a good while, when Marvel it comes back, it'll be a breath of fresh air. And if Star Wars were to make a few movies ready for the cinemas. It, everybody would enjoy going back to the movies to see a Star Wars movie because, I'm sorry, Last Jedi, no matter your point on it, it didn't have the same charm as it used to, and Rise it of Skywalker... It feels like it's an odd movie out. It doesn't feel like it's part of the Star yeah. Wars. And Rise of Skywalker um, was a terrible ending to the Skywalker saga. Terrible it, ending. It ruins the original six movies. Yeah. It, it, it um, um, destroys Anakin's arc. Uh, Luke. It destroys Anakin uh, as a character. It does. Uh, Anakin, the chosen one, the guy bring bring balance. The balance to the, the force. force. On the race, Skywalker. A character who we don't find out about her backstory. Um, they hadn't even decided sh- her backstory when doing the Force. Awakens. No, they hadn't. They weren't sure if she was going to be Obi Wan's kid with um, yeah, what's her name, Satana, Satine. Sorry. Yeah, it was going to be. You know, she's going to be a Kenobi, and then she's going to be a nobody, then a Palpatine, and then a Scott. 
Let's go, Ray Skywalker. Ray who? Looks over. Ray Skywalker. End of the Skywalker saga. What was going through their mind? Oh my god. I'm JJ Abrams. Oh my god. Fans are going to love this. This is going to be the best ending. Let's definitely I, not include Anakin. No, because I don't no blame... I don't blame JJ Abrams because Ryan Johnson left him in a shithole when they killed Snoke. Snoke was set out to be a great villain. He was manipulating oh, Kylo Ren from the start. But yeah. when Ryan Johnson killed him... But, in... but Rise of Skywalker is a total mess, dude. It is. It is. I don't... I've only seen it once, and that was in cinemas. Um, it's a total mess. Force but... Awakens... I mean, it's okay. Force Awakens was good. No, I watched it the other night. I thought it was really good, but I watched it the other night. And it's good, but... What the hell? Ray uses Jedi mind tricks on stormtroopers. Ray, she's yeah. never known what the Force is. She's never been in contact with the Force. She's never tried using the Force. She's never trained with the Force. Oh, no. Yeah. No, she it's... Jedi mind tricks. Um, if you watch it, it's a copy and paste of A New Hope. Oh, definitely. Jakku? Let's have another desert planet called Jakku. Exactly yep. looking as Tatooine. Why? I want to know yep. what was going through their mind. Like, when trading all those three films, oh, fans are going to love this. Fans are going to go crazy. Uh, it's... Dude, for Force Awakens, we went crazy. We were so hyped. Last Jedi, they thought, they did, the marketing for The Last Jedi was insane. They thought this would be amazing. And then the Black Backlash, and then Rise of Skywalker, they kind of just gave up. But the thing yeah, is, and that was Ray, just Ray, slumping looks, over Ray the line. looks over at Leia and Luke to see Ooh. if they allow her to use the name Skywalker. Why isn't Anakin there? They disregarded him like as much as I hate that scene. Why isn't Anakin there? She Why buried his sand. He she buried his lightsaber oh. in sand. Oh dude. Don't get me. The place oh. the place where he was a slave. His mother was murdered. He committed um war crimes. because uh, the women and the children too. Um <laughs> Man, it just doesn't. I'm just. Oh, dude, I didn't think we'd be ending up talking about this, but dude. Oh yeah, no, we could. Uh, we uh, we could have another rant one day just about oh. how I'm um, just ranking the movies. Oh, dude, I, I, I just can't, dude. Like, uh it just frustrates me so much. The the potential they had. George Lucas had three treatments for the sequels. They looked at them and went, "Oh, f you, George Lucas. We're doing our yep. own thing." That's a total disrespect, man. If I was George, I'd take them to court, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, he trusted Kathleen Kennedy with his company. He Kathleen and... Kennedy as the president, each, and she order six. She literally executed Order sixty six on yep. him and his franchise. Yeah. Okay. And we like, all thought that Attack well, of the Clones would be the worst. Well, no, man. Like worst six, yeah. Worst, worst out of the yeah. originals, bro. Force Awakens, right? Last Jedi, right? Skull, nah, it's not canon, dude. Yeah, we don't have to make a canon. I, I agree, let's just not make a canon. There goes my opportunity of ever working at Lucasfilm, but bro, I don't care. I'd rather state my true opinion and then it, then pretending to be some... pretending to lie and say it was great and be a Disney shill. I don't care if my opportunity to work at Lucasfilm is gone now. Like, if you aren't going to hire me because I think your stuff is shit and when I'm telling the truth and I can speak for all fans, then just get stuffed. Oh, dude. I mean, just... It's... Yeah. What are they going to do? It just... But I think that's all that... Um, yeah, dude, that, I all that's been revealed. Because, yeah. And what, it's almost... Two-hour episode in total now. Two hours and, like, ten yep. minutes. This is crazy, dude. But, 
Yeah, that's our little rant of Disney Star Wars. We didn't mean to go on that little rant, but it just happened. No, it's true. Um, but no, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And, um, you know, uh, thanks, Joseph, for coming on. Andrew was fun. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Andrew was fun tonight. I'm excited for what's next. Um, see, not all things Disney do is bad. Sequels, bro. I would rather okay. I would rather have a good sequel trilogy than all these shows we're getting. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, guys, um, I, we're gonna wrap it up here. I promise. Um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> thank you, Joseph, for coming on, dude. Um, no worries. I'd love to have you on again. You know, NRL finals with the grand final. We can talk about that. Yep. Um, and we'll continue talking about that, man. Next week, um, episode four. Let's get hyped. If you guys did enjoy it, please go follow all my socials. Everything will be linked in the description. Give us a like. Give us a follow. It really helps us out and helps uh, helps us expand our content and get it to more people. And, yeah, um, many new things coming for All Things Podcast. So stay tuned. Thanks, Joseph, once again. And, uh, yeah, we're out, guys. Thank you. See you guys. Bye-bye.